besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. On 1116SEM, the award-winning crunch time Honda Right Choice event ends this weekend. Welcome back. It is crunch time for Honda, that right choice event. It ends this weekend, so get in as quick as you can. And the TAC Safety Barriers Save Lives getting us towards zero. And we're joined now by the coach of the Demons, who can't help, I'm sure, but have a smile on his face. He has to look ahead to what's next week because the Hawks are waiting for him, but will reflect primarily on last night. And a great night for yourself, Simon, but for the, cl- for the team and the club at the MCG. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's uh, yeah, it was a great night for the club. Um, you know, ninety-one thousand people there, and you know, a lot of Melbourne supporters there. It was uh, yeah, a terrific start to the final series for us. Have you watched the game back yet? I was. I got home about halfway through the third quarter. I had uh, mum and um, and some family over, so we sat there and, and had a beer and watched the last quarter and a half. And you know, just our intensity and our tackling and our pressure was certainly something that really stood out on the night. What were your emotions through that first quarter? I guess initially Geelong had had the, a few opportunities they blew and then you were able to just dominate and, and, and kick some goals. But then after that, you, you just didn't quite put them away. So how were you assessing that from a coaching point of view? Yeah, I thought our, certainly our start, you know, I, I certainly loved our intensity around the ball, our tackling and our contest. But, you know, you're right. I thought the first quarter was a little bit closer than what the scoreline probably indicated. I thought we... We absorbed a bit of pressure, especially in our back half. You know, I thought our defenders certainly, certainly stood up for us um, in the first quarter. But you know, we connected well forward to centre and got our opportunities to hit the scoreboard. And, um, you know, that gave us a real start that we were looking for. Simon, Bob here. Well done on, on the victory last night. I only watched the game on the broadcast last night, but even even watching on television, you could you could see the amount of pressure from your boys off the ball. You, is, that, is that part of the maturing of the group, the fanaticism of of the group away from the footy? Yeah, yeah, it is, Bob. You know, we've certainly, um, certainly, as we've built this team, you know, around our contest work and our tackling and our pressure, you know, you've seen that flow through to every area and certainly the way we're setting the ground up defensively at the moment and um, putting teams under a lot of pressure, it's certainly enabling us to, to restrict scoring from opposition, which is something we've worked really hard on. And what about the, the playing with different gears? I've seen... In years gone by, when when the side gets under pressure, as you were last night in the second and third quarters, Geelong up their pressure, and just it, it seemed like the old demons would have just kept sort of blasting away, blasting away. Whereas last night, there were times where the, the boys were able to hold onto the ball and and play with different speeds. Was that something something you instilled in them? Yeah, I think you're right. Well, that's probably the sign of maturity that you're really looking for is your ability to understand the moment, understand the state of the game, and and really drop into a level where you can just get some composure back in the game. And I think that's something that has evolved as years gone on, is our ability to not only play fast and connect toward a centre, but also just some composure at times down back and, and understand the state of the game. So without question, that's something that the, the group's only matured into. Goody, uh, Jack Viney hadn't played since round 16. His performance last night was extraordinary, particularly in the first half. How did you know that he was ready? Um, I just know the character of the guy, for one. Um, and his leadership, but also you know, the work that he's done in the last five weeks with our high-performance team. It's been it's been built around coming out and performing and, and not just getting him to the line to play, but um, his first half and his intensity and his tackle, um, that's the Jack Viney that we know and, and expect, and 
Um, he delivered, but um, in an incredible performance, you know, from our end. Goody, the, the, the way that you know your group uh, astounds me a little bit. I was uh, reasonably critical at stages through the year about your, your lack of criticism on your group when you're in winning positions, but you let it slip. But you said, look, we're playing the right brand of footy. I'm proud of their efforts. We know we're on the right track. Was that a measured approach from you? And did you ever feel like you needed to lose your call with the group? Um, oh, we certainly had our moments through the year where we certainly challenged our group quite strongly. Um, but at the same time, um, just to have some perspective. Um, I think we knew coming into the season, the narrative around our footy club would be that um, you know, from a win to a loss would be quite quite significant. Um, but understanding that we still had a fair bit of maturing to do as a playing group, both with how we play, but also how we develop our playing group. They only have to look for our midfield group. Um, you know, Oliver, Brayshaw, Harms, Petrarca, they still only played you know, 50 games, um, 40 to 50 games. So we still haven't really been exposed uh, to a lot of tight games, to a lot of challenging environments, to a lot of um, high expectations. Um, and with that comes great learning. So um, you've got a whole perspective through that period and understand that um, those experiences are going to be good for a group, win or loss, um, and really making sure that they do grow from those, those experiences. Did you actually have to remind yourself of that at times, Goody? Were you getting impatient yourself? Yeah, you do. You get frustrated. You get impatient. You can see it so close. Um, so you do have to remain remain calm. And I did have to remind myself at times. And um, you know, I think that's where you, you get some great people around you that have been through through that journey along the way to give you some perspective. And we've got some pretty experienced coaches and some pretty experienced football people in our department that have been able to give that perspective and and keep the whole department on task with with where we want to go as a footy club. I imagine Brendan McCartney is one of those you're referring to there. It's got a bit of a Brendan McCartney look about it the whole team. Yeah, look, you know, he's certainly uh, you know, experienced a lot of footy and, and understands the game incredibly well. So um, he's been through a lot of these journeys with, with teams and, and seen them evolve and um, seen the challenges that are laid in front of them. You know, we've also got Todd Viney and um, you know, Josh Marnie and, and Craig Jennings and Ben Matthews who have also experienced these things you know, at all their footy clubs that they've been at. Sam Wiedemann, Goody, did you think he had that in him? Oh, look, he was unbelievable, Sam. Um, I, I certainly know that he's got that in him in terms of the talent that he possesses and, and certainly how he's trained. And um, you know, it's, it's you know a great story, Sam. You know, it's, it's really tough for a key position player to come in and have an impact as a high draft pick, and um, he's been incredibly patient and developed himself um, in the gym and, and created some unbelievable habits around his training and his preparation and. Um, so for him to finally get the rewards of all those things that he's put in place was, uh, yeah, I was just so happy for him and, and really proud of his performance. If you put the overlay on it, Simon, is, is this team has been built for this moment, for this style of football. Did you sense when they came in last night, having tasted it for the first time, that there's almost, I don't know, belief begets belief as, yes, we were built for this and look what we just did? Yeah, you know, that's, um, you know, as a club, that's what, We've been trying to build our team towards about playing a brand of footy, but also building a group of players that were built for, for that style of game. And, um, you know, with that experience last night, builds even more belief that that is what they're capable of. So, um, but at the same time, I think the players, even straight after the game, were very measured and, and understood that that's one week in, in what we want to actually do this year. So, um, you know, our, our mindset shifted pretty quickly towards Hawthorne. So you were there on Thursday night. What were your observations from that game? 
Uh, clearly, Richmond um, played, you know, that, you know, obviously with the weather that came in just before the game, it was always going to be one of those forward momentum um, tackle pressure type of games. And I thought Richmond certainly handled the conditions incredibly well. Um, and we also know, that, you know, I thought Hawthorne's first 40 minutes was pretty impressive. You know, if they had a hit the scoreboard a little bit more, they certainly would have been a, a lot closer in the contest and um, would have challenged. But, um, you know, they're, they're certainly a quality side, Hawthorne. Um, they finished fourth for a reason, so we certainly know what we're up against. And you're going to Perth. Why, why have you decided to go and watch West Coast Collingwood live? Uh, I want to see as many finals as I can. You know, as a coach, I've been doing that for the last five years. And, um, you know, you know, two top four teams that you know are going to have a, a fantastic battle. So get over there and have a look and gives me a chance to get a bit of work done in some peace and quiet on the plane as well. What's what's your theory on finals, Simon? As you say you've been to see as many as you can over a period of time. What What, what is finals footy in the modern setup? Uh, it, it is around that contest and that tackle and that pressure and, and being able to handle the moment. But you also see there are a lot of errors in finals. There's a lot of mistakes. And it, it's really how you actually develop a mindset and a a uh, culture around that, that mistakes are okay. You just got to get in there, mop it up, and, and keep going and embrace that. You know, it's, um, you know, we saw last night it certainly wasn't perfect footy. Um, there were lots of mistakes, and just your team being able to handle that disappointment and handle that moment and, and continue to keep firing. Simon, what's the what's the balance of the emotion of Mel- the Melbourne supporters and the, and the narrative of the footy club with the players? Is there a balance of of using that but not overdoing it? Yeah, I think the emotion is around the um, the journey for our supporters and, and some of the people that have been at the club, and you've experienced that, Bob. You know, it's um, you want to embrace that, um, but you also you want to be really clear about how we want to play and the brand of footy that we want to play and, and what creates winning. And I think that's really important for a club to understand is um, every time you come into the club from the start of the week, it's about how you have your best preparations to create winning footy. And um, I think the, the players' credit, they've done a great job of just looking at what's right in front of them all year. And um, and that'll be the challenge again this week. But at the same time, we want to take our supporters and everyone at the club and you know our families on a, on a really successful path. Just back to last night, uh, Simon, what were you expecting from Geelong? And did it pretty much eventuate the way that you'd, you'd planned for? Yeah, look, we, we certainly knew that would be challenged in a whole range of different areas. They're, they're quite an adaptable team. They, they take the corridor on by foot and hand, uh, which they did, um, and they and they changed things up. You know, they were they were quick to put numbers behind the ball. Um, you know, they certainly changed some things up at stoppage and, and stretched us four to centre as the game went on when they needed to score. So um, we knew that their midfield was going to be a really important battle. You know, they're they're highly talented. They've got obviously the three guys, but also Kelly and Duncan and. Um, you know, they're, they're, a, they're a quality size for the middle of the ground so that was an area that we wanted to get right and make sure that we were well set up and the harms move over the past uh, yeah, couple of months again last night the duel with uh, Joel Selwood it was exhausting just to watch it yeah look it's, um, it's funny how these things come about you know the opportunity for, for Harmsy to take up that role in the middle of the ground came through Jack Viney's absence um, and obviously, when those opportunities arise, it's amazing how you find something in your team. And for James, it's been um, his ability to go in there, play those roles, but also not only do that, help us find the footy and, and link up through the middle of the ground. So um, oh, he's, a, he's a great kid, Harmsy, and he's doing a fantastic job. Well, enjoy the flight to Perth and uh, your preparation for next week and hopefully beyond. We appreciate your time and congratulations again on last night. 
Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.